This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Steve Brandy on WDAN News. This newscast brought to you by Rights Heating and Air. Call Frank at 217-442-4027. He always answers the phone. A new varsity sport of flag football for girls coming to Danville High School. Bill Pickett has more. The District 118 School Board approved the new sport during a meeting Wednesday night after hearing from DHS Athletic Director Mark Basies. If approved tonight, Danville will be the first team south of Kankakee to have approved flag football for, for girls. The, the state, the Bears, they're looking to us to build this in the central part and the southern part of the state. Basie says the Chicago Bears have agreed to help kick off the girls' flag football program here in Danville. The Bears have reached out to us. They're they're willing to do whatever they can to help us uh, through referee clinics here in Danville, um, some jamborees in the summer to help allow other teams in this area to come um, and and to see what it's going to look like. Girls' flag football is already being played in the Chicago-area schools, and Basie says it's been successful there. What we've heard from the Chicago public schools and, and the schools in the Chicago suburbs is that girls that play no sports um, have come out um, in large numbers for flag football. And interestingly, that's because nobody has played before. And so everybody is at the same level. You, you, you're not feeling awkward that, oh, they might be better than me. They're all coming to it at the exact same level. Basie says more than 60 girls at Danville High School and Northridge Middle School have expressed an interest this week in participating in the games. We all know the results when kids get involved, added Basie's. They do better. I'm Bill Pickett. Meanwhile, graduation dates are now set for the class of 2024 at Danville High School and Northridge Middle School. The District 118 Board of Education last night set Saturday, May 25th, 10 a.m., For the high school graduation, it'll be held at Danville Stadium, and if it rains, the ceremony will be moved to the gymnasium at Danville High School. Each student will get eight tickets for family members if the event is held in the gymnasium. The ceremony for students advancing from Northridge Middle School to Danville High School will be May 28th, 1 p.m. It'll be held in the Dick Van Dyke Auditorium at Danville High School. There will be four tickets per family to attend that event. Also during their meeting last night, school board members reviewed a proposed amendment to the balanced calendar school year. If approved, Northeast Elementary Magnet School would be kept on the traditional school calendar for the 2024-25 school year. Keeping the school on the traditional calendar is being proposed to allow for construction work to advance on the school's cafeteria without the students being around. Work on the cafeteria and other improvements at Northeast are expected to be completed by the time the new school year begins late this summer. Well, this could be the year that Illinois passes a fairer inheritance tax for farmers, advocates say. Morris Republican State Senator Sue Rezin says high estate taxes are forcing farm families to sell their farms. It's very difficult to pass on the farm to the next generation of farmers in the family because of the low threshold for the inheritance tax. A new bipartisan bill called the Family Farm Preservation Act designed to raise the inheritance tax threshold from $4 million to $6 million. People who are supporting the bill are from all over the state. So I feel that we have momentum on our side this year and 
especially with the support of the Farm Bureau. Peoria Democratic State Senator Dave Kaler sponsoring the bill in the Senate. Legislation that would give the state's largest utilities control over the construction of power lines in Illinois back in the spotlight. Governor Pritzker vetoed a measure last year that would have given Ameren the right of refusal on what company was awarded the construction project. Now, during a House Public Utilities Committee hearing last Tuesday, Patrick Evans, president of the Illinois Energy Association, said a right to first refusal is good for the state. So that we build the transmission using trusted suppliers and trusted workers here in Illinois. Jack Darren, Illinois director of the Sierra Club, said competition for the construction of power lines brings down the cost to the consumer. Just like we have competition in our energy supply, part of our energy economy, could result in energy savings, lower bills for customers, and therefore potentially new resources for the other investments that we need to make. At least a dozen states have adopted right of first refusal laws, including Indiana and Iowa, but the idea has been rejected in Missouri and Kansas. I'm Steve Brandy. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.